Hey guys, I'm Priscilla. And hey guys, I'm Jaylene. And we are the Wellness Amigas. Welcome to our podcast. We're two, dos Latinas, Hispanic women. We started taking care of our mental health and through the research we found, we want to help you. Our mission is to bring mental health awareness, self-care, and self-improvement to all, but most importantly, our community. Our episodes give insight through personal experiences, research, and health and wellness tips. So join us on our wellness journey, stream our episodes on all of our podcast platforms, and subscribe. And now let's get into today's episode. And before we get into today's episode, check out our latest episode featuring a special guest named Kenya. This episode is about self-discovery. So check it out and also subscribe to our podcast. And on today's episode, we are speaking on something that we all tend to struggle with at times, and that is self-confidence. Priscilla, I have a question. When do you feel the most confident? I am the most confident when I am able to express myself intellectually, when I am surrounded by good people that promote growth, promote just being overall open people. For myself, I feel the most confident when I have my makeup done. And I don't want to speak about it from a superficial way, but, um, and I want to give a disclaimer. Um, I don't use makeup as a crutch. I'm mm-hmm. not dependent of it. But growing up, it was a way of, it was a way for me to express myself because I was a very quiet kid. And I realized that through colors and through like um, lines and like just doing my makeup on my own by myself, that was kind of like therapy for me because I wasn't able to express myself. So I felt like while I was doing my makeup, I was basically giving myself a therapy session. Nice. Um, and it kind of helped me throughout my years of life because till this day, I still use it as therapy. I love sitting down and like applying my makeup on and it's just like so soothing and calming and there's so much peace behind it. So, yeah, I feel like I feel the most confident when I'm prepared, when I'm ready, when I feel and look cute physically and mentally. I feel like that makes sense with you because you're an artist and that's your means of expression. So, I mean, I never thought you used it as a crutch, by the way. No, I just, you know, because like people People. see makeup Mm -hmm. always as like such a negative thing. And maybe it's like because you hear it from like more males perspective where people say like, oh, women look, women wear too much makeup or anything like that. But like everyone has something. We we all have something that makes us feel like the most alive, the happiest. And for me, that's beauty and I love beauty products. But yeah. (laughs) Nice. In an article from VeryWellMind.com, it explains self-confidence to be defined as feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. Self-confidence affects every aspect of our lives, the way we feel about ourselves, and can affect our performance at a workplace, relationship, our physical body, etc. It's very important to find ways in feeling your best self. And to help you on your journey, we will also be sharing some tips that we have found to be helpful. So the first one is understanding yourself. Um, You want to dig deep within yourself and ask yourself, what are you good at? What makes you happy? What makes you feel insecure? What are you afraid of? We said this before, but journaling is a good way of keeping track and analyzing your emotions. That way you can embrace the parts of you that make you feel your best and also start to make changes in the areas that you feel need improvement. And I think that's very important because if somebody was to tell me like, oh, you have to know who you are, like I just started figuring that out, you know? And I think a lot of the times we've heard this in many of our podcasts from different guests but it's kind of like we never see ourselves in a different light when you want to start evolving or changing things about you you don't want to forget all the good that you bring into the world so like journaling and just having a list down like this is what i'm good at and like there's no questions about it like no one can take this away from Mm -hmm. me 
and then having a list where it's like, eh, I need some help, but I want to get better at it. Because sometimes we could just list all the negative and then forget all the good that we are able to bring in. So, And we said this in other episodes of um, the Glow Up series. I mean, that directly correlates with self-awareness. In order to even recognize these yes. things, you need to understand, again, like who you are and the things that you know about yourself. And it's not easy to acknowledge the bad things about yourself. But I think it's also beautiful to take a moment and sit back and understand what you do contribute. Yeah. The second one is self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Like... Like, really, be kind to yourself. I feel like this is something that many people say, but they don't actually, like, practice it or, like, truly mean it. Uh, speaking to yourself har- harshly won't make you feel any better. In an article from VeryWellMind.com, they share a 2009 study that was published in the Journal of Personality. And they found out that self-compassion contributes to more consistent confidence. When making a mistake, if you say, everyone messes up sometimes, instead of, I'm so stupid, I ruined everything, it can help you feel good even when you don't perform as well as you hope. And it's also a great example of having self-compassion. And it's something that I still work on. Um, I don't, I used to say like terrible mean things to myself growing up. And it's just like when you get out of that, you think about it and you're like, wow, like how was I able to continue on living being so negative to myself? Like you're always going to get criticism from other people, whether it be constructive or not. Like you don't have to be so hard on yourself. You also have to understand that no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. And I think with self-compassion, if you try to put yourself in like the shoes of helping a friend and how you would speak to a friend it makes it easier because you would never like unless it's a heated argument which like even then the case yeah. yeah you would never give terrible or mean advice to a friend right you would never judge them for the mistakes that are, they're making and if they did make mistakes you would find a way of like trying to understand where they came from mm-hmm. so i think it's the same way when you're speaking to yourself because mm-hmm. if you speak bad to yourself you're only going to keep on getting a negative outcome it will never be good I feel like that's an issue that a lot of people that are perfectionists have. We always, we like set the standard to what we want and what we envision. But when the vision doesn't really become the reality, which is like, again, not realistic because there tends to be like higher expectations, then it results in thoughts like that. Yeah. And I think that's also going to connect to the last tip that we give. So we'll speak more about that. But yeah, that's important. And the third one is stop comparing yourself to others. Um, everyone is different and we are all facing challenges in our day-to-day life. Um, it's so easy to see someone thriving one day and think that they have everything together, but you wouldn't believe what it took for them to get there. And that just goes with everything. No one is perfect. Everyone has their own challenges. Some people express them and some people don't. And so we just don't know. When you continuously compare yourself to other people, you're only bringing more damage to yourself because you will never be that person. You can never put yourself in that person's shoes. You will never understand because you're not them. So it's easier for you to just focus on yourself and just focus on the good and the things that you want to improve and then be so caught up with that that your mentality slowly starts to change. I feel like with social media, this is something that is like very relevant too because Mm -hmm. social media is designed for us. I mean, I don't know if that was the intent 100%, but it's become a business. It's become a place where you only show your best self. You don't really talk about the hardships. I mean, and when people do, it's like this like insane thing. Like, oh my God, you're struggling. It's like, we all struggle. It's just, like you said, some decide to talk about it and some don't. And I think it's very relevant too to the people on YouTube. Um, I said this before, I love YouTube videos. Same sis. But um, <laughs> There's been now a shift, I think, in with some of the people that I follow, where when they're having a bad day, 
um, and they're crying or they feel sad or whatever, they actually continue filming. A lot of the times it's so easy to turn off the camera and like wait for the next day. And for years that was so normal. It becomes very odd to see somebody like sad or like their life isn't going the way that they want because all we've seen is like, we said this in another episode where like you put yourself at such a high standard, like no one is going to see below that. And so like, I can't believe that you were doing all of this because you never showed that. So I don't know how to even like respond to that. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I think that's powerful that they're starting to do that because I mean, we also spoke about this in another episode where we shouldn't categorize good or bad emotions. Emotions are all part of the human experience. So the fact that people are starting to show their vulnerable states is also like proving that we're more open and more self-aware yes. as a society too. And also free Britney. <laughs> free Britney, bitch! <laughs> the fourth one is take care of your physical body, exercise, nutrition. We speak on this all the time, but your body and your brain have to work together. Yes. If you're not taking the time to fuel your body properly, how can you fuel your brain properly? Make it a goal to make it a priority throughout your day. Physical activity and nutrition can improve your mood. I 100% agree. I don't know how to even explain it because right now we're in a society that pushes forward and not that there's anything wrong with like insane junk food but like pushes forward extremes like it's like either like eating extremely clean or like eating like only junk food i hope that eventually we all get to a place where we have balance with the things we do in general because we're all just people we're human like we're just trying to live it's not like yeah and it's not just one component there's so many other mm -hmm. components that equal up to who we are or the things that we consume you know right. and it's just like in general physical exercise and nutrition these are things that we need to survive but it's also a great help for mental health for self-confidence like there's something so great about like finishing a workout and be like wow this was tough yes, i did that yes and then like from time to time and i can speak on my own experience then you start like walking straight and mm -hmm. like you just feel like you're on top of the world right, you know yeah. and even if it's for like those moments because you're working on yourself it's a great feeling to have mm -hmm. and through time it's just building strength and like who doesn't want to be strong like that right. like, that in itself is makes you want to be like makes you confident I, i'm actually excited that that's something that's happening and that's changing in the fitness community like people aren't focusing as much as on body image and they're focusing more on like how powerful and how strong they could be and that requires you to eat a lot of fucking food so eat a lot of fucking food <laughs> okay <laughs> And the fifth and last one is embrace self-doubt, which connects to the second one on self-compassion. Um, embracing self-doubt is like it's it's hard, you know, because if you're a perfectionist or you're someone that like fears failure, like that's going to be difficult for you because unfortunately you have to fail to succeed. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we can avoid doing things waiting for the perfect moment. There is no perfect moment. Embrace your fears and challenge your mind. You might realize after getting it done that it wasn't as bad as you thought. And that just correlates to a lot of things. Like sometimes we're working this whole image up in our head. And like when things don't go our way, we just feel like, damn, we can't do this anymore. Or like you you just mentioned something where it's like you're doing something and then it doesn't come out the way that you want it to. And so then you stop. But it's like, oh, I'm going to wait till this happens and then I'm going to buy this and then this is when it's going to happen. But like, if you keep on making an excuse, you're never going to get there. Right. And I think it's um, it's good to embrace fear because fear is what will get you to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Like, 
we all have we all have things that motivate us, but we're not always gonna be self motivated. You know, there are times where you have to tell yourself, like, girl, you need to get your shit together because you don't want to mm-hmm. do it. But that's it. You don't want to. That's just the feeling. There's nothing else to back that up. So you either do it because it's going to make you feel good and it's something that you need to do or you don't, but you have to accept that. Because I think a self-acceptance is another thing too. Because if you choose to fail and not do anything after that, you've accepted that. If you want to grow from that, then you use your failures to achieve anything that you want to do. And I feel like that connects a lot um, with understanding the consequences of your actions. Like if you know that you aren't going to do this and like a year later, don't be upset that it didn't turn out that way because you made a choice and i don't want to sound like an asshole but that's just that is true like and i feel like that also relates to this podcast like this podcast like morphed into ways that we didn't even imagine through like the small failures that we had but it's better than we could have even been expected yeah facts um i mean like when we started when we had that little small mic you know we didn't really know what we were doing but you learn from that i feel like it's hard too and this is gonna sound contradicting because like if you're a perfectionist or you you feel failure, then it's just going to be hard for you to produce something out of that, right? And then most of the times, having a goal and actually completing that goal can help you. But there are times that not having set expectations helps you too because you didn't put, you didn't set the bar so high. So you just, you accept whatever the outcome is and you move on from that. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, and to continue on this topic, we can speak on general cues that have helped us throughout our life um, with self-confidence when we weren't feeling the best. Mm-hmm. And I think I learned a lot working because there are so many people around you that you have to kind of like be able to communicate with everyone. So like imagine an introvert having to have full conversations with people um, that can always be difficult or like in business, what you mean, whatever you say is what you mean. And that's something that I had to learn because sometimes you say something um, and you know your intent and the way that you're trying to express it. But somebody, on the other hand, is getting it a whole other way, you know. And so like being very affirmative and like standing tall and letting a person know, looking directly in their eye and letting them know like, hey, listen, this is going to happen or this is what I have to do. Can you help me do this? Right. Um, People take you more seriously in a in a way, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, being direct definitely is a skill that helps just at least show confidence, even yes. even if you don't feel like you have it, but it eventually leads to you having that confident and feeling confident in the way that you speak and communicate with others. Another way is accepting compliments. It's so easy for someone mm-hmm. to be like, hey, I like your shoes. And then you can say, oh my God, like really, I just don't like them. These are the only things I had on to wear today. Instead of giving an explanation as to why someone is giving you a compliment, just say thank you. And I think throughout time, you start, like, absorbing that. Like, yes, thank you. I do feel like this looks good. I feel like we live in a society that doesn't appreciate confidence, at least not in the way that we think. Especially with women, confidence is seen as being cocky or being too much. That's something that we definitely have to change because confidence is something that should be unapologetic to everyone. This is not a space thing. This is more of a mindset thing. And it's something that's very hard to work on, especially because we grew up thinking that this whole time we have to diminish our power in order to make sure that other people don't think that we're trying to like take over their space. And the reality is that you should never diminish who you are for someone else. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think we all deserve to feel good about ourselves. Like... 
we all should feel respected and again it goes to show like there's always there's always like this middle ground or like the separation between like male and female i feel like males have been brought up just learning that they're the breadwinner um and i know that society's changing and everything's changing right now but there's still people that believe that men should only be the breadwinner and because of that they have to support their family that's where they get their confidence so that they're able to get whatever job they need to be able be able to be strong and hold things as they're supposed to because society has said so whereas for females we're yeah. just supposed to be like this little delicate flower that just you know what i mean like we're not supposed to really stand out or bloom in a sense and so like in that sense i feel like we have to learn to accept that self-confidence is something that we all need in order to feel good but also to survive because it's we're all going to have insecurities like even the most confident person has insecurities it's just you got to choose the time and place as to when it stands out and when it doesn't you just don't want to feel insecure every day for the rest of your life because then you're going to miss out on moments on just pure life and let me tell you something nobody else is like pensive about the way that you look or the way that you feel at You're all the only person that can fix that or the only person that's thinking about it 24/7 and i feel like confidence also translates in like what you think you're able to do like for instance i've noticed that people that aren't confident they feel like with anything that they approach they're not they don't do it with like a command or a charge that they could be potentially doing it with because they don't trust themselves it could be as simple as like making a meal or like making arts and crafts. But point is that if you don't trust yourself to do it, then I mean, you're not. Since we're at the end of the episode, we want to go over the tips one more time. So for the tips that we gave on becoming your best self, the first one is understanding yourself. Who are you? What are you afraid of? What makes you feel happy? What makes you feel insecure? Once you're able to understand and answer those questions, you can move forward as to what you want to do in order to progress. The second one is self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Take a step back and understand that you're only human. You're not perfect. No one is. And the third one is stop comparing yourself to others. Everyone is different and we are all facing challenges in our day-to-day life. The fourth one is take care of your physical body, exercise, and nutrition. It all starts with self-care. And the fifth and last one is embrace your self-doubt. If you're a perfectionist or someone that fears failure, challenge that. Push forward and get things done. So all of the five tips we just mentioned are important in becoming your best self. So take action because if you don't take action, how can you make any improvements? So thank you guys for listening and we hope to see you next time. Bye guys. Bye. Before we go, make sure to follow us on both of our Instagrams, Wellness Amigas and Wellness Amigas Pod. We're active on Instagram every day. We do fitness videos, health and wellness tips. Uh, food recipes, a bunch of stuff. So come join us and be our amiga.